Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down the series finale of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 9, which is titled, Whose Show Is This? Question mark. Whose show is this, Devin? I'm not sure. Is it Daredevil's show? Is it Emil Blonsky's show? Is it our show? I don't know. Some really weird stuff. But it's it's the fourth wall show. The fourth wall show. I, I like that a lot. It's or or is it Deadpool's show? Hmm. Gotta think about that. Yeah, apparently but, Deadpool is the only one that can do that, according to some people on the internet. It's a gimmick if it's not Deadpool, but when Deadpool does it, it's part of his character. Absolutely. And before we begin today's episode, everyone, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. So follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, we're in the the middle of spooky season. This is we we finally say goodbye to Jennifer Walters this episode. But how are you? How's your week been? What have you been watching, my good friend? Um, I've actually been watching The Patient on Hulu, the Steve Carell kidnap series that came out. It's pretty interesting. Oh, it's actually my first time hearing about this. I I haven't del- dived. Excuse me, I haven't delved into Hulu. For a while, honestly, I think, I think, well, I've been watching Abbott Elementary season two a little bit there. I got to catch up there. Um, I, what did, oh, I watched Halloween ends a few days early. We're going to be reviewing that here on the show, of course. Um, so outside of that, I also watched Hellraiser on Hulu. Did you really? How was that? It was all right. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. I, I kind of wanted to watch that. I finished Bly Manor, so I'm, I'm officially there caught up go. on him. It was perfectly splendid. <laughs> I, yeah, I forgot about that. Perfectly splendid. It, it's pretty much how I would, would review that entire series. It's not bad by any means. Those child actors were so good. They were creepy, too. <laughs> but... Like even on Letterbox, I just put perfectly splendid because that's how I felt about it. It was a, it was very good. I mean, it's not bad by any means, but there are just better Mike Flanagan series out there, and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, outside of that, um, I'm thinking about just watching some new stuff. Still got to do my uh, Fear Street trilogy. Oh, I've been going through the Scream movies as well, so that's a lot of fun. Been trying to watch at least like one horror movie like a day, like you know, 31 days of Halloween. But we'll see if that happens. It's just you know, when you get off work. Might want to watch a TV show, might just want to, you know, turn on some some nice little sitcom like She-Hulk, which we're talking about here today, which... Yes, so, people yeah. need to remember it's a sitcom. Did you watch um, Heavy Spoilers video on it today? He actually mentioned that people have been yelling at him that it's a sitcom. He kind of got meta himself. He was just like, uh, I know people have been telling me and yelling at me that it's a sitcom, but it's like... The things you're complaining about, you wouldn't cl- complain about for a regular sitcom. So that's kind of where it comes from. Yeah. And he, he tweeted that. <laughs> it, like one of his tweets made like 
an entire article's worth of yeah, just... the the Daredevil one. <laughs> I thought that was so, and he just did it just for like you know kicks, and obviously it was you know a joke, but yeah, he was very uh, <laughs> he thought it was hilarious. He's like, there's an entire site made an article off my off one of my tweets. I thought that was funny. But yeah, he actually actually do want to bring up his video in our uh, review here today. So for uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, um, now that we are finally at the season finale for uh, She-Hulk Attorney at Law, we're actually going to be giving our uh, ratings uh, for the entire series uh, as a whole. We haven't been doing it this entire series run, uh, like I've said before. It's just I, I, I just don't think it's fair to judge a series before it's over you know like we we're here uh here for the long haul and so we'll finally get into our ratings today so uh, of course we'll start with our initial reactions then our spoilers um then talk about the post credit scene that happened and then get into final thoughts and ratings so Devin, are you ready to go into the courtroom one last time until daredevil born again <laughs> Maybe the ending of this podcast, we can go back and just kind of do it all over again. Just re rewrite it. That would be hilarious. I really wish there was a way to like <laughs> break the fourth wall when it comes to like an audio only podcast. Like, how would you do that? I mean, you you just have to like record afterwards and then like add it in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Or <laughs> so we didn't know how to end this episode. So. Yeah, this is what we're going to do. But <laughs> I actually like that idea a lot. That would be hilarious. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to She-Hulk Attorney at Law, the season finale. No, just the sparkling water and a turkey sandwich and chips and guac. And yes, I want to see the rest of those baby pictures, Elaine. Thank you. Oh, my God. I love Elaine. Okay, what do you got for me? So finding the identity of these guys has been like one dead end after another. We know that Hulk King is the admin on Intelligentsia, but the site security is annoyingly airtight. I've been looking into the platform, and it is owned by several shell companies that are operating outside of U.S. jurisdiction, which it's like, how am I supposed to sue these guys if I don't know who they are? Okay, look, Intelligentsia is made up of exclusively dumb dudes. One of these guys is going to slip up, and they're going to give us enough information so that we can track them down, and then we will find them, and we will destroy them by any and all means. Legally. I said by any and all means. No, I am going to sue them for defamation and invasion of privacy and get them charged with unauthorized access to a protected computer. Ugh, boring. All right, if you want to be all Jen Walters about it. Yeah, that's cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back. You just heard a little snippet of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Again, this is the season finale, episode nine. Devin, we are here. We have made it across the mountain down into, you know, whatever dwelling caves we've came out of you know fighting through all the incels for all these weeks and it it feels like this show took forever only because we haven't had a nine episode series in the mcu since wandavision which was last year was that last year was it last year? Um, yeah. Two years ago? At january i think of last year january that's right that's right yeah january 2020 one not 2022 or 2020 sorry but as i mentioned before we're going to get into our initial reactions here so i'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions to shield attorney at law episode nine I, I kind of just was blown away by how they diverted expectations for this episode and just kind of threw everything away and just did what they wanted to do they, they made the episode they wanted at the end of the day 
Obviously, it's very divisive, this episode. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. A lot of strong hatred for it, too. But I, I thought it was thoroughly enjoyable. I I had a few chuckles throughout. There were some, a couple of really funny moments when she destroys the fourth wall. She doesn't just break it. She just she smashes it, as she says herself. When it goes to that Disney Plus screen, there's just a second of confusion. And you're like, did I hit the remote on accident? I'm not sure. But then you realize that she is... She has gone away with the with the fourth wall. It is no more. It is, it's gone. Like there is just no more fourth wall, and she completely just takes over, which is very much so comic accurate. And all those people that complain about comic accuracy, and then they also complain about this show. It's like, what do you want? They they gave you comic accuracy. This this is what you wanted, right? This is the ultimate comic accurate show so far, and it was great uh, throughout. A lot of great. Uh, a lot of great laughs. Uh, we got all the characters back in one place, uh, which kind of overwhelmed Jennifer, and she kind of had to do an audible and rewrite all of it because it was getting a little messy when everyone gathered at at Abomination's little retreat. You could you could see how she's thinking that it's a, it's a messy finale at that point because people are just dropping in from the ceiling or through a wall like the Kool Aid Man, and then none of it really makes sense which is why she just does what she wants and uh, confronts Kevin, which was just amazing. Kevin, he knows what the, the entire internet thinks and he knows people's reactions to shows and, and and suggestions they have for shows and he plays off of it so well. And it was just so well written. It felt like this felt more Rick and Morty than anything we've gotten so far. This is a thing Rick and Morty would do. They would just throw away an entire season because you're not supposed to take it seriously. It's a sitcom. We're just here to, to have fun, and it's a fun lawyer show. We don't need these huge, like, arching plot developments. Like, sure, we had some storylines going on with the blood of the Hulk turning turning uh, this weird guy into a different Hulk, but, and then we had the Titania part. But it's, at the end of the day, it's just we're here to have fun on a weekly basis with a, a trial every week and just have a fun lawyer show, and that's what they did. People are expecting this great, grand superhero show with action and, and overarching story beats that lead to like a big finale climax. And it's like, not everything has to be that. This is just a fun little show. Devin, I cannot agree more. Um, for my initial reactions when I was watching it early this morning, not too early, like a lot of other people were waking up at like, well, it's two, three o'clock in the morning. You know, I, I like to get my sleep like everyone else. So, you know, I woke up like an hour and a half before work, you know, did my thing and I plopped down. And the first thing I noticed was that the runtime was only around 35 minutes yeah, that, that was definitely a major concern because I, I made sure to check and I was like, oh boy, they are not going to be able to pull this off. No, not at all. Um, and and I'll, I'll talk about something here in a second, but uh, as far as my initial reactions, I, much like you, Devin, I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I sat down, uh, saw the 35 minute runtime. I got a little worried, but you know, I, I just, I just let it play and it was quite possibly probably the best season finale we've had of a MCU show thus far. Um, like you said, it's not like this big grand, like cinematic event, like WandaVision or anything, but it's so, it's just, it's so she Hulk. It's so Jessica Gao. It's so Rick and Morty. Like you said, 
um, you know, going from last week's episode where Jen is exposed um, and, you know, intelligentsia does exactly what she wants. And we find that, you know, she's in captivity and it, everything kind of just goes from there. It's kind of like the aftermath of what happens. And then, like you said, towards like the second to third acts, things get a little messy. But overall, I really have just enjoyed the show. The fourth wall breaks, especially in this show. It, it was it was perfection. They, they go farther than anybody would have ever expected. They definitely did, because I didn't know what to expect, like, at all. I was just like, okay, cool. You know, we're just going to sit here. We're going to watch this thing play out. And, I mean, I saw a few people online, especially, you know, how Twitter can be. Um, they're, they were saying, oh, well, you know, they didn't know how to end the show, so that's why they did the fourth wall break thing. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they knew how to end the show. That's why they ended the show the way that they did. Yeah, I'm sure they they had an ending, and then they were like, oh, this isn't very really She-Hulk-like. This isn't like her character to just kind of have a normal ending to a show. And not, and not only just like the fourth wall breaking and just the events that happen and how they unfold, but just the beginning of, you know, the entire um, episode where it's like a, almost like a shot for shot for the Incredible Hulk. It's amazing. Uh, 1978. Yeah. Like, it's really, really amazing. And All like, I was missing was Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? And I was like. I've seen this before somewhere. I'm like, they're definitely, you know, paying homage to something. But I was so happy to see the series reference. I mean, I've never watched it myself, but it is a nice way to, you know, understand uh, where, you know, these uh, for Disney to understand, like the roots of these characters. Like, yeah, it's She-Hulk instead of like the actual Hulk, but it was very surreal. And it's just my gosh, it's 100 percent just. Fantastic. What did they do? The, the Savage She-Hulk um, all together yeah. during the very beginning. I was like, this is definitely a, a ploy off something. And it, it's just, it was wonderful. It also plays back perfectly to the Megan the Stallion uh, cameo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Savage. It, yeah, it, it definitely felt like it's... <laughs> And the way that they talk about like, oh, season two, season two, like, I hope we get a season two because, you know, I think Tatiana Maslany is a fantastic She-Hulk. I think she did a great job. This entire, um, the entire run of this show has been, like you said, just something for us to kick back our feet on a Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday afternoon. Sorry. I'm getting uh, <laughs> I'm getting she, uh, you know, Marvel and 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 uh, Star Wars mixed up, and, and that's the thing with the, with a the season two, they can ju- they can do whatever they want. Like it seems like mm-hmm. for this finale specifically, they got complete creative freedom. Like they made fun of Marvel, they they called out Marvel on some of their some of the issues they have with like endings and whatnot, and, and things being too familiar. Like they they had like they had creative control here. They even had the, yeah. the Kevin jokes, obviously, but. You can yeah. do whatever you want in season two. That's the thing. With a sitcom like this, you don't have to have these like, these huge revelations. Yeah. It, it was just so self-aware, not only when it came to the fourth wall break, but it's like, oh, yeah, well, the whole Kevin thing, where I low-key seriously thought we were about to get Kevin Feige. I was really getting excited. I was getting kind of excited. I was like, is Kevin Feige going to make his, like, Marvel debut and that She-Hulk, that would have been funny, but I 
I thought it was very clever how this, I think heavy spoilers has said it's not like a perfect finale, but it's a great uh, episode, which it is. But I, for a finale, I think it actually is perfect for this show in particular. You know, we find out everything with having with intelligentsia and things kind of just, you know, go a little crazy and wacky. Like they were just having fun with it. And that's, all that matters like like i mean just to kind of close off my initial reactions i i think it, it was very it was just very self-aware it was fun it was witty it was clever it was everything it needed to be and more and <laughs> i i really hope that we we get a season two for this for sure um but I guess there are a few spoilers, so let's talk about spoilers really quick. Yeah, there's just so much that happens in the in the fourth wall break. She just she just goes off, which is crazy to think about because, like I mentioned earlier, um, the like it's only a 35 minute like runtime, but like it felt longer for some reason, probably because so many things happen at once. And like, you know, for the original, <laughs> the the standard viewer, they're going to be like, what's going on here? But ladies and gentlemen, before I go any further, that is your spoiler warning for She-Hulk Attorney at Law, episode nine again. That is your second spoiler warning for She-Hulk Attorney at Law, episode nine. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch on Disney Plus. Like I said before, it's only like 35 minutes. It'll go by so fast. Maybe it felt longer because it was our first time watching it. But I guess for spoilers, I mean, we've kind of already talked about the fourth wall break. But um, also, we I guess the biggest spoiler would be that Hulk returns and he has a son. Yeah, Scar. Scar, Scar from, from Sakar. From Sakar. <laughs> Did you see the um, the Kids Choice Award thing with uh, Katie uh, Perry and the uh, the Green Ooze coming out when she goes yeah. to open up? <laughs> so when it said She Hulk spoilers when when Hulk was on Scar, I was like, this is way too much. But honestly, this whole show, as lighthearted as fun and fun as it is, it is not a show for kids. Like. I, I don't think it is. It's not that they use harsh language. It's just there is a lot of adult themes in the show. She she probably had the line of line of the show Jennifer did at the end where she says, "That's what hawks do. They smash people. They smash the fourth wall, and they smash Matt Murdock." Yeah. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> and, and I oh man so. So as I was mentioning before, for Sakaar and, you know, Hulk kind of just comes back. It seems like they are setting up a World War Hulk movie or um, of something of the sort. Yeah, even even Kevin mentions a, a movie because they were talking about um, what happened to, to Hulk showing up. And then he was like, don't you want to know about? And she was like, cut him off. And he was like, but we're going to introduce. And then she cut him off again. <laughs> we'll just find out in the movie. It was perfect because she was literally acting as if. She was a fan. Like it was like a a respectable fan, of course, talking to Kevin Feige or you know, the the AI that is Kevin, the algorithm, which I actually love how they have the little the little brim over like his three like it was lenses perfect design for, for the hat. I was like, that is amazing. And I seriously thought we were gonna get Kevin Feige, but you know what? K E V I N, you know, is 
more more than enough. But she was asked, she's like, oh, like when are you gonna get the X Men and all this stuff? And she's like winking at the camera, like I got your back. And then she winks at the camera. Yep, that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and she was just like a kid, just like like okay, yeah, like what, what's what's the future hold? Like I want to see when all these other things are gonna happen. And he's like, enough questions. And she's like, why does everyone have daddy issues? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, enough questions. I'll see you on the big screen. And she's like, wait. Really? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was, it, it was perfect, honestly. Uh, and I wanted to bring up really quick, I was talking to a few people on uh, Twitter space and someone had brought up to where um, they should have done a uh, secret episode. Like them saying, oh, you know, we don't really know how to end this episode, but stay tuned next week for episode 10. And then we actually would have gotten like a secret at 10th episode. I thought that would have been really cool. And I was talking to a few people on uh, Twitter spaces about that. And I was like, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. I like that a lot. But I am very happy with the um, with with this finale that we got. I mean, of course, you know, there's always bad that comes with the good. Or I guess you could say negatives, not necessarily bads. But overall, did you have any negatives around this entire show um, before we kind of give our final thoughts and ratings and before we skedaddle on out of here? Yeah, as far as the entire show goes, there are definitely a few things that it's kind of hard to deny that there were some issues. Um, the main thing being the CGI, specifically for She-Hulk. It's been an issue since the first reveal of the show itself. Um, it just seems like something they never really nailed down perfectly. Um, even, I was surprised at how good talk the Todd Hulk looked. Like, yeah, he, he even had a really cool looking Hulk. Like, they got his down. So that kind of makes me think, because originally I was like, okay, they, they've had more time with Bruce to make his Hulk look good. So that's why She-Hulk doesn't look very good, because they don't have time. But Todd Hulk looked pretty good to me. I don't know. So did Abomination. Yeah, Abomination looked great, too. And that that's kind of a new design. So it's like, they definitely have had to work on that, because that's a major issue. And then the, another one for me is kind of the, the fight choreography throughout the season. There, really, there wasn't much of it, obviously, which I don't have an issue with. There's a lot of people that complain that there wasn't enough action or superhero stuff. But she told you at first five minutes what to expect. But that's that's just us that are listening, apparently. But yeah, I think some of the fight choreography was kind of weird, especially when she was fighting Titania. It just never really came, came off the screen well. And then my third complaint would be Titania. We never really got a conclusion to to what their their beef was all about. It seems like they were building up to, to some kind of fight between them, but then they never really got any of that solved. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, number one for me, for my main issue, um, was the CGI as well. Um, I wish they would have spent a little bit more time on it. And in some scenes, it looked really good. Like in, in the season finale, it looked good. Uh, for the most part, but there is when she gets know, the new suit is when it, I think it's, it starts to look like really good. But in, when she's in like the business suits and stuff, it's, it's some of it just looks really rough. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that is an issue. That I mean, the reason why Marvel is able to pump out all of these. It's, it's literally just like a machine now. It's so crazy, but like it's so impressive at the same time. I mean, by the way, speaking of that, um, another great joke by Kevin was when. They're talking about how you have to save money on CGI, so you have to do it off screen. And then they're like, they're already off, we're already off to the next thing. And then the, the Black Panther music plays. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah that's right. That was great. I, I do want to rewatch this episode for sure. But yeah, outside of the CGI, I, I really hope that they are able to do a lot of more things in house instead of um, 
you know, uh, relying on external uh, assistance. That's probably why they're able to get a lot of this stuff done. But yeah, I mean, the CGI just needs to be um, just worked on a little bit more. Like even if that means taking care of a few more products, which you already kind of saw that a few uh, shows and uh, or actually films uh, already got pushed back because I didn't really think we were going to get two Avengers movies in one year. That would have been amazing if, you know, they actually took the time with it. But hopefully now with these pushbacks, they'll be able to work on it a little bit more because the CGI for some, it, it is kind of hit or miss. But yeah, definitely for She-Hulk, it's it's a bit it's a bit wonky for sure. Um, another thing I agree with you with is Titania. When it comes to, I wish we kind of, wish we got it more of her, you know, like I, because she, like I said before, she seemed like she was a uh, rival for She-Hulk. And then it kind of just fizzled out after the, um, what was it? The wedding episode, wasn't it? That was the last time we saw her. Yeah. And then she, she cool it mans through the wall at the end. <laughs> yeah. Just like she did in the first episode, which is kind of funny. And um, my third complaint is where the heck is Madison? Hmm? Where is she? Why is she not? She's getting she's getting her own show. Don't worry. What? Why is she not watching Sopranos with Wong? Hmm? Speaking Wongers. of Wong, Wongers. <laughs> Speaking of Wong and the post credit scene, we see that you know Mil Blonsky obviously he became the abomination again in the season finale, and he has to go back. Wong has not learned his lesson. No, well, well, I, I don't know if Emil has or not because he leaves. He could have been. It was like, definitely sketchy that he that he was making a speech at this this incel uh, Hulk King conference. Did he know it was a Hulk King conference, or did he just know that he was giving a speech? I feel like he had to know. I don't know. But then he said it was just for the money. I don't know. Then again, I mean, he probably knew and just didn't care because it probably like, was a big paycheck because Todd is loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think about him? I guess really being the villain of the show. I mean, if you want to say that, just kind of, he just kind of gets tossed aside. Yeah. Well, I kind of like how he was like, not the villain or an, an obstacle or I guess a thorn in, um, in Jen's side. Because, you know, he's obviously he turns into the Hulk. Come at me, bro. I was like, what? Yeah. Very, very representative of, of bro culture and online yeah. discourse that they have. It's And like you said, Kevin Feige, he, he knows. He reads. He's on Twitter. He's on Reddit. He knows everything. He literally does. Like, I love how one of the guys are like, oh, you know, like they were talking about Lady Thor. And and Thor and seeing how she got her powers and stuff. The, the main it's, villain of this series was Reddit. Like Reddit is the <laughs> antagonist of Jennifer Walters in this series. The dude bros out there. It was so. It was just not scary accurate, but it's just like yes, this is it's just, literally it's just a, a breath of fresh air. Just this whole season, just diverting expectations. Giving us our first sitcom and then actually sticking to it, like committing to it. I like that a lot. And, you know, Matt Murdock makes a little more of an appearance uh, this uh, the season finale. Yeah, he seemed uh, he seemed very happy to be in L.A. I wonder if they're going to do something with that. I'm, I'm hoping so. Oh, we'll definitely see him again in Echo. So I'm very excited for that. But yeah, uh, for my biggest gripe, CGI, not enough ti- um, Titania. And no Madison, no more Madison. We we we've uh, I, I miss her already. I'm not gonna lie, but 
So, um, did you have any final thoughts? Let's get into our final thoughts and our ratings all together about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 9. So, Devin, what are your thoughts and your final thoughts, excuse me, and your ratings? Yeah, final thoughts. We keep harping back on it, but I think people just need to, need to kind of sit back and understand that it's a sitcom. And she, she explains what the show is all about. But people's expectations still just kind of get out of control. And it's not the show they're expecting, so they kind of clown on it and... In some in some ways, it's it's very misguided the the hate that the show gets. Uh, obviously, there's review bombs before the show even comes out, which isn't which isn't fair. But at the end of the day, it was a sitcom with a weekly tri- like trial or case that gave us entertaining characters and some some characters we are hoping to see in the future. Especially Jennifer Walters, she was amazing. Of course, Tatiana Maslany, it's just perfect casting as always with Marvel. And then we get uh, Abomination is kind of redeemed and is an interesting character now. He was not before. Uh, we get the the whole Hulk family just has a lot going for it. We get the mom and dad. We get Bruce coming back with a son now, which is kind of a big deal. And then even um, even Pug and uh, Nikki, just two great side characters we get to hang out with. And I'm glad Pug returned for this episode to have more more adventures with Nikki. <laughs> I love it. He literally had the one AirPod in. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, aren't people going to notice? He's like, no, that's like, that is dude bro culture right there. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's always about just having one Air- AirPod in. I don't even like doing that myself. I, I feel like I'm like naked. Like, I feel like my, my ears are naked if I only have one in. Unless I have to like take one out and it like automatically pauses. The music, if I'm like in the grocery store or something and someone's trying to like get my attention. But uh, yeah, for me, um, I thought it was perfectly splendid altogether. Um, not much else for me to say. Pretty much echo everything Devin said there. I actually just wanted to touch on one small little thing again. Um, I think Heavy Spoilers actually brought this up in his YouTube channel saying how, um, <laughs> saying how shows shouldn't. Um, be scored on Rotten Tomatoes until after the season's finished. And I kind of added on saying that um, I had tweeted and I'm saying, yeah, like I, I agree. And I think it's a disservice to the cast and the crew to prejudge a project before. The there, there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be reviews available before a show or movies out ever. Cause that's just asking for a review bomb. There needs to be more, there needs to be ways to avoid that. I, I don't know if there's a way to avoid it because I mean, obviously, yeah, like he, uh, have heavy spoiler said in, in his, uh, review that obviously, you know, the studios do control how many episodes for critics, like people like us and, and others gets for, you know, pre coverage for She-Hulk. We got four out of the five for Moon Knight. We got four out of the six, which was crazy. But for things like Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, and for Hawkeye, we only got the first two, which I think it's fine, but it's kind of, I feel like they need to, I feel like they either need to just give us all of the episodes early, weekly, like they did for She-Hulk, because they did not do that. Uh, Disney did not do that for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, or um, or Hawkeye or WandaVision. I think for WandaVision, we might have gotten like the first three, I think, uh, something of that nature um, for screenings. But that's kind of on them. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It is weird. I just don't like it how people kind of prejudge things before a season comes to a close. But it's, it's weird because it's like Ron Tomatoes hasn't figured out 
a good system for TV reviews. Cause right now it's just, Oh, TV shows and movies are rated the same. It's like, well, TVs are longer form storytelling versus a movie, which you're done in like two hours. And it's like, yeah, it was good. It was bad, whatever, whatever. But it, I, I don't know. It, it's very odd. I mean, hopefully Rotten Tomatoes can uh, figure out something. It's not necessarily Disney's faults, but they do give, you know, they do control what or how many episodes they want to give us. I understand they don't want to, you know, give us uh, for like spoilers or anything. So I, I was referring to even specifically user reviews, like just mm, I, even I especially IMDb, like when there's, like, when there's a thousand reviews before a show is even out, that's just ridiculous for users. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that comes into the review bomb and that, and it's, and then people are very impressionable. You know, they see this stuff. Some people may not even realize that people are just going to see a low score and then just automatically not give it a chance because it's been review bombed. Right. And they don't even know if the show is out yet or not. So it's like they just see, Oh, so I just, I'm just not going to watch Miss Marvel, even if it's on there or not. Like people aren't going to, you know, bother to, find out if it's streaming or not, unless they're generally interested. But yeah, like people, casual audience is very uh, impressionable when it comes to that stuff. So, I mean, hopefully we can figure out something, but yeah, from here on out, at least on this show, anytime we do a week to week review session, we're not going to give our, our uh, rating until the, until the finale. Cause I, I feel like that's just fair. Cause I'm obviously we're, we're interested enough to cover it week to week. Like we've been doing with She-Hulk house of the dragon. Like we've done with other Disney plus shows. Um, I mean, for something like Netflix, I get it. Cause you're getting all episodes at once. So yeah, you can rate it for sure. But for something week to week, they got to figure out that Ryan tomato seems to figure out a different system, but I'll just leave it at that. So with all that said and done, let's give our scores. Before we skedaddle on out of here. So, Devin, what would you give for She-Hulk Attorney at Law Season 1? I'm going with a solid 80. Um, I mentioned a few of my complaints earlier. Um, just a few things that are, are kind of hard to ignore. Um, but overall, I liked the, the show as a whole. And I definitely liked that they stuck to it being a sitcom. And it gave us a, a full season of it, especially at the very end when they just kind of retconned everything just because she can because she has that ability because it's her show and yeah for for me i would honestly set this at at a solid 80 as of right now i think this is my third favorite uh marvel uh cinematic uh, series i think yeah they should do that (laughs) mcs marvel cinematic series i like that a lot um of the uh, of this entire universe definitely this is uh number three for me it's very it's just a fun time overall like i you know we have issues with it obviously but it's it's just something that you can just turn on and just have a good time with and that's all i was really looking for and that's what i got out of the show so with all of that said um, that concludes our review or our season finale review of she-hulk attorney at law And if you liked what you've heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Femoptics podcast with a movie lover 
in need. And really quick, what is coming up next on the podcast? We're going to be covering Halloween's end or Halloween ends, excuse me, not Halloween's end, um, as well as Black Adam that drops in about a week or two. And we're going to be, of course, giving our Hot D or House of the Dragon episode nine review as well as the finale. And what is out now that you can check out now that we're in the middle of spooky season of 2022 recording this on October 13th. You can check out our The Midnight Club spoiler free review of Mike Flanagan's latest series that is streaming on Netflix. And also check out our Werewolf by Night um, Marvel special presentation that, that we covered a few days ago that both of those episodes are available on podcast platforms around the internet. So with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.